Something about you, girl. Okay, so here's Ledeca. I think we, I don't know if we talked about this on the main show or whether it was between the shows where we're talking about. Oh, it might have been between the shows. We talked yeah. about Olympics a little bit. So, yeah, there, you said there was a person who is a pro snowboarder who somehow qualified for the Super G. Yeah. Which is like not a slouch thing. That's yeah. like you can hurt yourself playing doing Super G. Uh, but but she, she 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 snowboards, but she also likes to ski. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she's she she is like the top ranked snowboarder. Uh, but she's not very high ranked in in Super G. And so she didn't she didn't go with the group of people who are expected to be medal winners. So when NBC cut away, they had uh, somebody else who had had the highest mm-hmm. score. Lowest time. Lowest time. Highest score, lowest time. And uh, then and then they went away saying, well, 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 we'll be back with an interview with the gold medalist. And then this happened. Which... Snowboarding! Let's see here. Uh, so I haven't seen this yet, but... Unbelievable run right here. This is a world champion in snowboarding. Hanging on down the final jump and coming across one one hundredth of a second. Oh my god. And she didn't even believe it after she crossed the line. <laughs> her face like what what? Amazement. She has no idea what's going on right now. She's already the first to compete at a world championships in both the alpine skiing and snowboarding. <laughs> She's gobsmacked. <laughs> She's still like what? Yeah, uh, they don't. They can't even go long enough for her to get realize what actually happened. So, how do you do? You like the Olympics? Are you an Olympic person or no? No, or? I'm not, and and I don't watch much in, in the way of Olympics. Uh, I especially the Winter Olympics because I feel like. Um, even if I were to watch it, it just it, like they they cut away from this to go back to fucking ice dancing or whatever, like the qualifying or not so, even the qualifying. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, NBC's ratings this year are way off from four years ago. The streaming is way up, uh-huh. and the streaming is pretty good this year. I got st- I got stuck in a motherfucking thing where I got stuck in a commercial loop. I watched like 10 minutes of commercials and it wouldn't stop playing commercials. <laughs> that sucks. I did. So there is one where there's a whole run. I, I, was, I finally was able to see it. Because. Um, the, but the streaming is pretty good this year. There's the. Um, It'd be better. If, the enhanced feed of her run. But I got to turn off all my ad blockers in order for this to work. Gotcha. It'd be better if it was on YouTube. But uh, so I am an Olympic person. I am especially a winter Olympic person. Um, I like watching. This video is not available on your location. Motherfuckers. Is this like a BBC type thing, or would you? No, it's 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 the NBC. Um, I can. There we go. You gotta log into your cable provider. No, I I what I was finally able to get it to work. I probably can get it on my app here. It work. Let's see here. Here we go. Okay, so here is where her run starts, 
And they're just like, okay, she's a snowboarder, whatever. Okay. So here's the one who's, who's like, she, in, in the corner, you see that she's the gold medalist and she's in the, in the spot. Bib number 26 is Esther Ledechka of the Czech Republic. And she's about to write a new page of history at the Winter Olympic Games. Because this... The reason why she's about to write a new page of history is because she's, the only, she's one of the only athletes to ever compete in two different... Disciplines. Disciplines, yeah. Young lady, 22 years of age, is the world champion in Snowball Parallel GS, and she came second in the uh, slalom in 2017. 20 World Cup podiums in snowboarding in 40 World Cup starts. She's won 10 of the last 12 World Cup Parallel GSs she's raced. She came 21st at the Alpine I didn't even know snowboarding had a giant slalom discipline. She'll become the first athlete male or female, to compete in both events at the same Olympic Games. It's just spectacular. And watch her coming down here. Really nice technical turns. Great position on the ski. And she's really, you can tell that she has been working hard to develop her alpine the, the, ski, her alpine like, skills. Like she's flying down the course. The weird thing about the Olympics, right? Like, I, I don't watch any of these sports. I love watching during the Olympics, but I don't watch any World Cup stuff, right? Here's where things are going to start. The 22-year-old from the Czech Republic is not here to make up the numbers. Fantastic skiing from Ledechka. Where is she on the clock now? Oh, she's got the wow. blue line. This would be a story. And then she gets pushed low in the line. Ledechka, five gates or six gates from home, comes up with a massive mistake. It's been brilliant until then. Ledechka, touch for the line. 121 12. What another recovery from the youngster. Oh, she's taken the gold. She has taken gold. Ledechka from the Czech Republic cannot believe it she cannot believe it nor can we she is there that is why the Olympic coverage yeah. on TV exists uh-huh. and NBC blew it right yeah I mean he totally blew it can you believe it she had that's what everyone wants to see but she's standing on the top step of the podium but even the announcers right they're just being this happens so much in bobsledding or skeleton, like right. all the sliding sports. Uh-huh. They're like, oh, he blew it. He hit the wall. And then, like, he's never going to make it. And then five seconds later, oh, my God, he's green. He's got a score. You commentators suck. Apparently, she made, like, two mistakes. But she, because part of her inexperience meant that she took a faster route down the course. Uh, and mm-hmm. that allowed her to to get the the higher thing. So I mean, it, it's it's one of those things where in most competitions she probably wouldn't she she wouldn't have done this, but the the stars were aligned, right? The, mm-hmm. the, the, all no, the factors no, were yeah, right. Sure. Uh, and I, I I thought it was. I mean, it's one of those things where yeah, the, the, when when I saw it and I was watching it, you, you see the amazement like. In her eyes, and you hear it from the people, and you're like, "Okay, th- that's a cool story. That's the kind of stories that I mean, there's are awesome. There's that I love a, the Olympics for. There's been a couple, right? Like biathlon, right? It, it's a great sport because it's a dichotomy of two different things. Cross country skiing is like the most aerobic exercise right. you can do, 
and shooting accuracy, you need to be calm and cool and collected. So you got these guys who have just skied 2.2 kilometers, come into the shooting station, and when they're standing, they're shooting 50 meters at a six-inch target. You know, and you got to make five shots. And if you miss a shot, you have to do a penalty lap, but it's going to cost you like 45, 50 seconds. And the men's, so they have, they have a bunch of different um, races in, in biathlon. One of the more exciting ones is the group start, right? So the first one they did was like time start. Well, they all shoot each other. <laughs> <laughs> the first one they did was a time start, right? Every 30 seconds, a new racer starts. So there's not much pass. You know, it's not a, yeah, I'll get there. It's not about passing so much, right? Where the group start, you know, it's first person across the finish line, not the lowest time on the clock. Right. And so there was the French guy and who came in second? German guy. And the French guy four years ago lost by like inches, like three inches. And this time he won by like five centimeters <laughs> like they're side by side reaching uh, their foot forward and it's the boot not the tip of the ski that crosses and the german had the momentum so like before the photo finish happened it looked like the german had surged and won so the french guy was like not two olympics in a row you know that kind of thing and and he even said it when they interviewed him, you know, and he spoke English, but he's like, you know, if you don't like biathlon now, you're never going to like biathlon. <laughs> and, uh, you know, just for me, it's, I mean, sure, I grew up in that sporting family, you know, so shooting has a neat, and I like the shooting sports in the summer Olympics too. But for some reason, biathlon, because you're like, get your heart rate up to 190. And now you're going to have to take a accuracy shot, you know, like take five accuracy shots. And a penalty lap, you miss, you miss, like, if you can go perfect throughout and you're a decent skier, you're going to win, right? You know, so I think, I think the winner probably missed one shot in, out of 20 or 25 shots. So there, he, there's two he, biathlons, right? There's one with rifles and there's one with arrows. No, not, no, not in the winter. Biathlon's always rifle. What am I thinking of that? I saw one that had arrows. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, there's archery in the Summer Olympics, but not in the win- not in the winter. Hmm. Um, yeah. one one. <laughs> so this one, she went by one one hundredth of a second. Which I mean, yeah. that, that's what these are. I mean, th- these mm-hmm. super Gs are are measured in. Yeah, most of the sports are hundredths. Speed skating goes down to thousands. Yeah. Um, Did you see that thing I posted where there's a thing going around that? Uh, speed skaters think blue is the fastest color for uniforms. Where did you post that? It was in one of the Slack channels. Either. Probably 455. Oh, okay. So, like, most... So, it's psychological. Most of the teams went, switched to blue uniforms because there's this thing. But, again, if, if placebo is going to help you win... Take the placebo. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But yeah, it's the same material, but for some reason there's this thing going around that blue, like a blue dye on your uniform is faster than, so like, 
Norway or the Netherlands. The Netherlands have always had orange uniforms. That's because orange is the color of the Netherlands. They went to blue this year. Norway is blue. You know, all these countries that like barely have blue in their flags are blue this year. There's such a such a weird and complex relationship. South, South Korea is blue, and they don't have any blue in their flag. This is, this is a weird, complex relationship between psychology and performance and mm-hmm. these kind of things that it's like yeah i mean who knows well there's the yeah there's the hot hand in basketball right, right? and there was a neat story did we talk about this on the show about how random isn't doesn't look like what a person would think random looks like i think random we before, random is more yeah. clumpy it's Much more, more yeah it's we, more we, clumpy than a person would assume when people think of random if you look, if you ask people to to like, you show people two distributions, and one is pretty much evenly distributed, and the other one has clumps and stuff like that. Most people are going to say the one that seems evenly distributed is random, but that's actually not random mm-hmm. because it's evenly distributed, right? Because you're biasing towards the opposite answer, right? Whereas random does get clumpy. That that's the nature of random is that uh, to, because it's random, things are going to clump up. This is why this this is part of of chaos theory and all this other stuff. But the essential idea is that when things are random, you do get interactions and you do get these uh, you know clumps and stuff together. And that's part of the the interesting thing about information. It goes back to information theory where the the most information is encoded in a random sequence in terms of you can compress a non-random sequence but you can't compress a random sequence so you it's kind of it's kind of oxymoronic though right because it seems like it but it's not i understand that it it's not compressible but it's also not meaningful well, it's meaningful. If it's random, it's not meaningful. It's meaningful in the sense that in order to get all of the information, you have to send all of the information. Therefore, it's not compressible. Therefore, it has the most information. It has the most deviation in bits, right? It has the most... But it doesn't mean it's useful. Like, well, ordered information well, is useful. That, that's a, so that's a complex thing. Where, what useful information means versus what information means from... A, a pure information theory level. We should talk for the people who are still listening a little bit about how compression works. I think that'd be fun. Sure. So, um, compression. That's how we speed up the internet. That's how we make files smaller. The way it works is when you have a file with repeating data, imagine a book, an ebook, right? The word what's what's a long common word? Um, where or Tuesday? People. People. People is a long common word. Pattern. P e o p l e. What if we take a token and put it in? So people, six letters. We put a token in there that represents people. So everywhere people happens in this thousand page book, it's replaced with a short token as opposed to six letters. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how zipping a, a file like a gzip compression or even a zip compression works. Sort of. Well, for for text compression, that's how it works, right? The, no, text compression works by trees. There, there, okay. there's, a, right. there's a tree system. But anyway, you can take long common patterns, replace them with a short token, and then you save that in the file. So the file. So like for your average, the name of the trees for your average tree, something 
for your average text file, if you run it through the GZIP compression, Huffman, Huffman coding. If you run it through a GZIP compression, it'll be about one tenth the size. Now, if you take um, random or an image file and you zip it, it's not going to be one tenth the size. It's going to be less than one. It's it will get smaller. It'll get smaller. smaller. It'll get it'll get smaller. But because the data is not as repeated as English, it doesn't get compressed as much. Um, so this is non, this is lossless compression, right? Because when you unzip the file, you get all the text back. It's different than an MP3, right? An MP3 file like this podcast, it's lossy compression where the codec, the thing that makes the file smaller, it knows what people can't hear or what people won't, or what people won't care about that's missing, that it won't make us sound like robots or awful or anything like that. And it discards all the stuff that you're not going to care about. And what you're hearing right now is the output of an MP3 encoder, uh, lame in this case, which is an open source MP3 encoder. Uh, it discarded all of the fidelity of us, what well, it's actually being recorded to the file right now. But we still sound pretty good, at least pretty comparable, not good, Com- to, to comparable the, to what we actually to sound the like. human ear. Yes, there's very little difference because what what MP3 encoding uses is psychoacoustics to figure out what does the brain hear, what tones of the brain here we can cut out anything that the brain typically does not hear and therefore we can only encode the information the brain does need to hear and then compress that mm-hmm. so that's where mp3 encoding and, right. and the frau what's it frau Frauhofer. Frauhofer. now what we were talking about originally with this whole random is the most information thing is not lossy it's more of a lossless type thing and sure you can't compress random if you generate a random file and you run it through gzip, it's going to be almost the same size. It Gzip might be able to make some tokens. If there is, say there's two long patterns that repeat in the file, it might be able to take that pattern and cut it in half, right? So, but, but over the percentage of the file, it's only going to increase that by a tiny little amount. And in fact, when you, there, there's been, Attempts to try to do this with true random files, and no one's been able to make a zip that can compress true random files really smaller than, than their uh, than their actual file length. Because I think there's probably a standard deviation in there. Because probably, I mean, yeah, there's you probably could probably find one pattern that repeats itself and get a smaller file. Possibly, but but like for for so for a large number of, of true random files, mm-hmm. you can't. Oh yeah. yeah, over over the average, yeah, yeah, no, you're not. But if you had one file and you could find one pattern, mm-hmm. one clump that matches yeah, yeah. another clump, then you could make the file technically. Smaller. But in general, like one zero 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 one zero, that that continues even that continues for for you know hundred mm-hmm. uh, times. That's really compressible because it's the same pattern over and over and over again. Uh, but if it's just some random pattern, then there's no way to compress that because there's no way. To, to 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 minimize that, and right. therefore, from the in, from from a Shannon information perspective, Claude Shannon is the guy who came up with information theory. Sure. The the random 
has the most string has the most information, the most bits of data, right? But the the usable data, right? It's it, like how can you convey meaning in random? You can't. So, well, th- that that's not. I mean, th- I I know what you're saying. I'm trying to play a little bit of devil's advocate. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm talking it through because there's there's the most bits of data in a string. And there's conveying meaningful data. It, it's it, it's a very interesting sort of paradox of information, which is that to convey meaning, you have to have patterns. Patterns, but in order to have the most information uh, from a perspective of Shannon entropy, you don't have any meaning. But patterns. but the word information is overloaded with meaning, right? It's. Well, yeah, that's why I'm taking it from a from an information, from from a purely like uh, from a from a computational information perspective, right. and not from. from but a, I think we just need to be clear, right? Yes, because the colloquial meaning of information is useful information. Yes, yes, this is not necessarily useful information, but this is the maximum amount of information in terms of uh, in, in terms of. Incompressibility and in terms of the, so yeah, it's 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 a weird it's a weird paradox, essentially. That, I mean, what good is having information dense if it's not usable, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, th- th- that's and and that's a it's a very interesting field that I never really got into, but I, I do find fascinating. Uh, the idea of information from this from this uh, computational information perspective, which is yeah that information in those terms means means data bits that, of deviation yeah you know. right D- data that that is not it, it, it's a shorthand shorthand way to say that data is not compressible uh, mm-hmm. but uh, in but the the better way to say it is is the Shannon entropy. It's is, only less, slightly less useful than those like super big numbers like tree three. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's very useful when you get down to things like understanding compression and things like understanding um, e- even even ideas of well, sure. I mean, there cre- chaos theory. There can still like be that. innovation in compression, right? So, like, well, no, you, ha- it, you have to understand these concepts to innovate in compression, right? But it's not just compression. It, it has to do with 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 transfer of information in genetics. It has to do with mm-hmm. uh, w- w- with things like how uh, you can relate it to how a double pendulum works in 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 systems so it's there, there's lots of really interesting stuff going on in information theory but the key idea and then and, and sort of the the, the key the, the broad idea is that randomness contains the most information in this sense because and, and the way you can show that to be true is that it's incompressible i understand that i would need a better argument on why what good that serves? Well, what good does that serve? I mean, like uh, maybe so that's not, maybe exact, that's the right way to phrase it. But, another, another, but like, okay, uh, okay. I un- I understand fundamental, like philosophically, what you're saying. 
let, let me give you what me, like where does that where does the metal meet the road right where does the... okay so, so that, that's, a, that's a difficult question but let me give you an example sort of to get you along the, these lines if, if you're watching a youtube video or any video like a netflix video when they show static on the screen things can get choppy because that's mm-hmm. uncompressible. That's randomness. That's random information. Mm-hmm. And the, the video codec has a very hard time compressing oh, sure. that. So it gets choppy and squares and stuff like that. And then when you get into the other stuff, where you're just watching a video of some guy with a background, they can co- the, the video can copy the background and mm-hmm. just change how the guy's face is changing. That's, that's pretty... No- I mean, the way MPEG works is pretty novel, right? Where you have groups of pictures and... It's able to kind of pull forward an unchanging part of the screen. Well, it's kind of like JPEG in a sense, where, where mm-hmm. it's it the 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 information is based on the information around it, mm-hmm. and that's how it. No, it's, it's really yeah. cool computer science type stuff. Uh-huh. But, I mean, MPEG. Every time you see one of those MPEG glitches where the green screen turns kind of green and things are from the previous scene, like after a cut and haven't updated yet, it, it kind of like. I appreciate it. I appreciate it because it's like, okay, so I see the glitch now, but it also informs me. Excuse me, I'm going to sneeze. It it informs me of like how the codec works generally. And like back when I was doing my DVD ripping, I learned a little bit more about GOPs and things like that. Groups of pictures. Uh, But yeah, it's certainly an amazing innovation to me. That, you know, the guy working on the MPEG video codec said, you know, like, okay, we got this background that never changes. Let's do a, instead of it refreshing like a TV screen does, line by line, top to bottom, let's have squares, a grid, and let's just update certain areas of the grid. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, the the silhouette of Greg, the profile of Greg, will update those. But everything that's the telescope and the wall and the guitar and stuff behind you doesn't get... <laughs> bang the microphone. Doesn't get updated. Uh, it's, you know, it's one of those things. Like, once you're... Once they pull back the sheets and you can see, like, how the genius invented the thing, you're like, that's a great idea, of course. I would have never thought of that on my own, though. It's neat. Um, yeah, so so that's. I would like. I would recommend you look into. So, if you want want good examples of this, um, there was a really great video series that. No, it's okay. There's a really great video series that um, Veritasium and. Uh, and uh, uh, minefield guy was minefield smarter every day. No, where does he end? Vsauce did, okay. did, did a collaboration. What is random? What is not random? They had, they had two videos that went together, and that kind of gets into it's a very good overview of this topic. Uh, and then also I recommend you look at Tom Scott's video on Huffman Trees okay. to to understand the very basics of text coding and how that works. And those give you an idea of how this of how coding of of, of what this means with the Shannon information 
and how you would do text encoding in a very you know simple way. Cool, cool, cool. I mean, awesome. so we were talking about zip and gzip compression, mm. but you know, there's there's other ones, right? Yeah, seven zip, bzip two. RAR. RAR is an archive, not a compression. Don't you think there is some compression? Maybe, maybe there is, but it's mo- it's mostly an archive. Like yeah. a, a, it's more of the zip than the compression part. Where like gzip doesn't put files into a package; it just makes it smaller. Where tar is the equivalent to rar. Okay. Um, but like you look at some of these like other there's like there's some of those ha- those wares type compressions like XZ or something like that. Yeah. Well, there's seven zip is out there. Uh, I know seven zip is being used a lot. It trades CPU cycles for smallness of size. Right. Which now is not a problem because everyone has huge CPUs. So. Yeah. Like like bzip can probably save you like five to seven percent over gzip, mm-hmm. but you know it takes like back in the day when you noticed and you're doing a big zip, it would take twenty thirty percent longer to unzip. Right. You know that kind of thing. Now who cares? Mm-hmm. <laughs> now we have now we're downloading. I mean, I, I downloaded some some four K video. Uh, files and, and uh, you know they they range from twenty to thirty gigabytes to Goodfellows is eighty gigabytes. Oh my god! I know it's not even worth it for Goodfellows. The, the stuff I actually watch, I usually go for like seven twenty p. Well, I can't watch. No, the only reason why I was getting four K was because Damien got a four K TV. Okay, and so we were. Checking. You just wanted them to yeah. Use it. Looks amazing. Those four K sh- videos are. Sure. Awesome. When I got uh, a Blue Planet 2 in 4K, holy oh, shit. Yeah, that would be pretty sweet. It's awesome. What do you play it on? Like, what's his what's his TV hooked up to? You hook it up to... There's a USB port. Oh, it just, just plays... USB it can play it. 4K Gempegs or MKVs or whatever? Yes. Ah, okay. See, that's the thing. Like, if I got a 4K TV, I'm like, well, what would I drive it with? You just plug it right in his memory right stick. In, yeah. Now he can't. Now the, the funny thing is, he has a server. Server not can't fast keep up. enough. No, not yeah. nearly fast enough. But the USB is fine because it's right. It's directly there, mm-hmm. and it's USB three, and it's connected to the system. But is there a lag time when you start? Like, does it suck the whole file in before it starts to play? It, no, or? it's pretty quick on the USB. It, it's it's yeah, it's it's, it's right there, but. The TV obviously has a lot of processing power in order to be able to do that. And yeah, Blue or uh, Planet Earth two in four K. Holy shit! It's it, Blue Planet two because the Planet oh. Earth two was 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 fine, but it wasn't David Attenborough. Wasn't? No, somebody else. Not you, David Attenborough. Planet, you mean the four K that you got? Or no, no, the Planet Earth two wasn't wasn't David Attenborough. It was somebody else, I believe. No, it was David Attenborough. Was it? Yes. Blue Planet 2 was definitely David Attenborough. Okay. This one. It's awesome. Yeah. So good. 4K. I bet you the 4K porn's pretty good, too. <laughs> I mean, I, I haven't watched 4K porn. Eh. Do you need 4K porn? <laughs> the answer is yes. <laughs> it's, well, yeah, it's better than 3K porn. 
I don't know. I mean, you know, I I I, I can do four eighty p porn, and that's fine. Well, that's it. The stuff I normally download, I'm downloading. Yeah, four four eighty. 720. Yeah. For most of the shit I want to watch, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, 720 is fine for me. Yeah. For most of the shit I want to watch, that's fine on my... Ten- like, getting like a 1080p like Blu-ray rip that's like 10 gigs, like, fuck that. No. Yeah, no, yeah. The, the, the 720p is usually... F- yeah, exactly. It, it's fine. But you do notice, like, I watched... We recently watched the Spider-Man movie. Uh... And yeah, you can notice a difference between that oh, and, the, sure. and the, the one the 1080p. It's a big difference. It's really sharp. Everything looks great. What's the frame rate on those? Like it's fine. It looks great. No, no, but like Blue Planet Two that you pulled on. Is it oh, 60? sixty? Yeah, sixty frames per second, four thousand lines of resolution. Holy it's shit! A, it's a big file. It did the, <laughs> the whole series is like one hundred eighty gigs or something like that. It was a lot of, a lot of information. Hard to compress all that. Uh, well, yeah, it's, it's kind of. But you have plenty of space, as it turns out. Uh, you know, you could, I could fit. So I was able to fit. It was a country sixty, right? And I could fit that on one of my one hundred twenty gigabyte hard uh, uh, USBs, and then two of my. 32 gigabyte USB keys. I was able to get, you know, one episode a piece. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he, he plans to get a, a server with a much more powerful processor that will be able to run, will be able to transcode 4K over the mm-hmm. That's crazy. No, I'm thinking about like 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 my my home theater PC is like an old small thing. I could I could probably spend like five hundred dollars and like double or triple uh-huh. what I got now. So like um, because like when I tried to download a recent HBO show, the I forget which one it was the the the, the 80, shitty shitter shows. yeah the shitty shitter show. All I could get was like Blu-ray quality, and it couldn't play it. Like it was wow, yeah. choking on it, you know. I couldn't play 4K on my uh, VR machine. It was choking on that. But I think that might have been just the because it was getting off the network. I don't know. Um, I had to try it like locally. The stand, go the how's the stand work? The stand work good for you? Oh, it's great. I yeah. love it. Yeah, it works cool. great. Thank you for that. No problem. Do you want to wrap this up? Yes. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. So we'll, we'll be off next week because I'll be in the... Uh, uh, Where are you weekend. going? Philly. I'm, I'm going to see Nick. Oh, okay. <laughs>